This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was brought to you by Reese Witherspoon's third leg in the Vanity Fair cover. If you were that close to Oprah, you might have three legs too. It's your three favorite cows driving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the day. Don't forget, diet starts Monday. Folks, welcome back to what the third? Yes, the third episode of Diet Starts Monday. Le troisième. Ooh, okay, okay. Speaking some French. That's I French feel as that hell. I feel That's that. French as hell for third. And I am Brandon. I'm Aj. And we are the DSM Squad. Back again to tell you all our feels about things objectify some males, listen to some music and have some lively convo about other things. So, let's let's just like jump right into it. Um I personally have no life updates. I feel like the world has been happening and so my personal life hasn't been happening, so there'd be enough room for the world to happen if that makes sense. Honestly, yes, because same. Y'all are thriving um, in in this world as it turns. Um, I guess the only updates are I'm still, you know, living my best, like, 2K18 whole life, trying to go on dates and things, but no major developments, really. But I will say that I have gone on a date with a second human, figuring it out. More to come. I think we'll just dedicate the first part of the show to Brandon's dating life. (laughs) Nothing else. It's like, like it's, it's mild. Like if I had to pick a Taco Bell flavor right now, it's definitely not fire. So no, no shade to me, but you know, that's, we're at mild. You know, I love Taco Bell. So did you all see speaking to me on a personal level? This is actually an important update on the world. Um, there are now going to be nacho fries for one doll hair. Yes. I just got tagged on that at Instagram. Um, yeah, I need those in my life immediately more than I needed anything. Also, there was also this really funny news story about these people mourning the burning down of a Taco Bell building and some guy <laughs> like legit that. started crying on the news. It was beautiful. I felt, I've never felt more connected to a group of people in my entire life. And y'all should know Maya doesn't really cry about shit. So that's, I, this is... I don't, I have non-functioning tear ducts due to an accident with radioactive poison crap. When I was a child, I am also part superhero, but I can't cry. So when I do feel those things, you know, welling and then liquid starts to pour out of my eyes, it's a truly special time for me. Meanwhile, I've been watching the same video of a monkey for like three days crying at this one video. Of a monkey? monkey. (laughs) Yeah, he like gets saved from like, he's put in a sanctuary, he doesn't want to be touched. And at the end, he like hugs all the other monkeys. It's like, Oh, oh my god! A minute and thirty seconds. Oh my god! I uh, love monkeys. I live for that Jane Goodall shit. So, oh, I mean, is there anything else major in the world that's like just blowing your mind right now? Anybody? 
I'm chilling. Constantly. I feel like, okay, things that have happened since the last time we talked. The government shut down for a while. That was fun. I think it was, what, three days? Yep. It was yeah, fun three days. Life. Three days of like not paying taxes is how I like to picture government shutdowns. So that was cool. Um, what else has happened? Uh, Baby Chicago things. was born. Oh, uh. yes. Baby Chicago West, a.k.a. Young Shy. Welcome to the world. You've entered an interesting family. Yeah, people keep making fun of the name, but I honestly, I thought, like, I can get behind it. I don't think it's that bad. Um, I just feel like it's not the best city name I've heard, but the nickname is cute, so I can get behind that. Yeah, nickname is cute. I will say, I did not know Kim Kardashian was, well, wait, I've been corrected. She wasn't pregnant. They had a surrogate, right? Correct. Still didn't even know. But, you know, shout out to them and their babies who are more rich and famous than I'll ever be. (laughs) Shout out to rich babies. Right. Um, Someone was saying the other day, they're like, they could have named that baby gargantuan spider freak monkey because she's never going to have to fill out a job application in her entire life. So it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Well, speaking of jobs, though, uh, shocker, uh, black women are still getting paid less than everyone else. Re Monique and Tracy Ellis Ross this week. True. Um, yeah, that whole Monique thing, I think, was really interesting because I spent a whole semester researching this whole concept of black women in comedy. And it was just so interesting to sort of hear and see all of that unfold the way it did. Not going to be boycotting Netflix. Sorry, girl. I'm a bad activist, but I'm here for you and I'm rooting for you. And the whole Tracy thing, I think. I'm glad that she made a statement about that. I retweet these sentiments. With that being said, in wait. the state of yes, sorry, actually, no, no, don't go. wait. No, keep going because you might be saying what I'm thinking. We're usually like that. Go. Oh my god, I was gonna like, I was gonna keep it rolling and kind of like dive into the topic for the day. I don't know if you had more to speak on. I do. I have two things. Go, we are not on the two same things. page. That's there. Okay. So I sorry. Still, so sorry. You. Okay, two big things. One, Oscar nominations came out. Um, Get Out has three nominations. I don't see it winning big picture because that is just not how the world is set up. We got Moonlight last year. We're probably not going to get Get Out this year. But I just really want to put out there that if The Shape of Water wins for best picture, I'm going to scream because all that movie is is an adult version of The Little Mermaid. It's a human being falling in love with a sea creature. Someone loses their voice. The woman in that movie is mute. Ariel loses her voice because she's stupid. Someone gets legs. And at the end, they're like fish and they swim away. I hate, the Shape of Water is so stupid. I haven't seen it, but I read the entire plot. It's stupid. Do not let it win Best Picture. Give it to Get Out. <laughs> Let's get my Academy, y'all. Wait, Get I me have a, in the freaking academy. Go ahead, Brandon, because I, I just not thinking about this. Just a quick add-on to the Shape of Water things. I have not seen the movie. I have not read the plot on the Wikipedia. Um, so no shade against it in particular. But I did see a funny tweet that made me chuckle that was just like, so we can have an Oscar-nominated film about a woman fucking a fish, but uh, having like more LGBTQ films is like shoving the gay agenda down everyone's throat. Um, and it just, it just made me cackle. So, um, and like, what's his face who directed it? Guillermo del Toro. He did like pan's labyrinth. He does like weird freak shit like this all the time. And that's his niche. Love it. The shape of water is stupid. 
It's stupid. Go read the plot on Wikipedia and prepare to be disappointed. Other than that, uh, Mary J. Blige nominated for two very different categories for the same film. First person ever to be nominated for two awards in one year. So shout out to her, or I guess for like original song and for supporting actress. Shout out to MJB. Um, But yeah, fingers crossed about the Oscars, but prepare to be disappointed. And my only other big thing, because we're still talking about the Oscars, is huge props, shout out, major love to um, Jessica Chastain and Octavia Butler. Yes, positivity on that. Sorry, Octavia. Octavia Spencer and Jessica Chastain. They were in The Help Together. Now they're homegirls. And some story came out like a couple of days ago that they're making a film together. And Octavia was like, Jessica, you know, like you want to talk about wage disparity. Let's talk about how black women are paid less, significantly less than white women. And like she was like blowing Jessica's mind. So she's like, you know what? Let's bundle our deals together. This is Jessica. She's like, let's bundle our deals together and get you more money and get me more money. And they ended up both making five times more money for the movie that they're going to be putting out in like a year because they're like, if you want her, you need me to. We're a package deal. So like shout out to allyship done correctly. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I'm into them both getting more doll hairs. Like I like both of them. Did you see, uh, Oh God, we're, I'm just the tangent queen. But did you all see the Vanity Fair cover with like all the fancy people recently? It just came out today, I think, but there's like Zendaya, yeah. MBJ, Jessica Chastain, Oprah, Reese, Liam Neeson. There's some other people on there. It's, it seems like a pretty dope little cover. Oh, Gal Gadot, the Wonder, am I saying that right? Wonder Woman? She Oh uh, yeah, Gal Gadot. Gadot, Gadot yeah. that might be it. Um, but they all look really stunning in all their fancy uh, get-ups. I never really know what that issue is about but i'm always pleased to see it retweet also retweet shout out to all these videos of michael b jordan boxing because creed 2 is coming and he's just in the suit in the boxing ring working out and i appreciate it honestly if we could be sponsored by the insta stories of mbj boxing and sweating i i i accept retweet (laughs) also stop eating tide pods Ooh. Well, let's just leave it at that. I don't think there's anything else to say about it. But yeah, all that being said, I think we've we've caught up on the state of the of the universe um, as it is as it is right now at this moment in time, two K eighteen. So, diving in to our topic for the week, I am going to I put like a little random number generator, and so I'm going to click a button, and it's going to tell me <laughs> what our ministry is. All right, ready, wow. spaghetti. Science, math, statistics. Uno, dos, trace, click. All right, I'm clicking. Ooh, the number three, which correlates to... Oh, this one's a fun one. I'm, I'm excited. Well, right, the number so, three for the third episode, fate. Oh, dang, you're right. Okay. Um, so our topic is actually going to be uh, around fashion and beauty. Um, and this is actually one that I had some ideas around. So let me like prep y'all and just like see what thoughts uh, flow out of you. So I'm going to start off with a pretty simple question, but I feel like this could, you know, this could go a lot of ways. How would you describe your style? And like, what, what does that mean to you? Oh, I mean, right now I would call it hospital chic because I am gross. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, uh, I think like generally speaking, my style has become disgustingly corporate given my current, but fleeting position. 
it's just like I wear a lot of like I, I think I've always worn a lot of like black and white though I've tried to like keep it classy but my big thing is like accessories I've had a few people recently point out like oh Aj you have like the craziest collection of earrings I was like oh snap like I do have a pretty bomb collection of like earrings and like fun little you know necklaces and things of that nature but like my actual like the style of my clothing is like pretty uh I wouldn't say like bland or conservative it's just like very um black and white like it's just I, I guess classic I don't know but that's a stretch too probably just bland I would say, and I'm speaking and not to speak for you, but I think with the things you've put together, like modern classic, if that makes sense, I think you wear a lot of, a lot of timeless things that like, I think you wouldn't be shocked to see across a multitude of eras, but I think they always have a, a modern twist, whether that's through a pattern or a bold color or a cool statement piece somewhere in there. But I, I, I personally dig your vibe and your look. Thanks. Sis. Retweet. You're like a fashionista. Uh, that, that honestly, I've never gotten that, but I will take it graciously. Thank you. Ooh, ooh. And Maya, what about you? How would you, how would you describe your fashion? Um, I think I'm like comfort over anything or I guess comfort over everything. I love being comfortable. And so um, I'm into like t-shirts, like very simple, but like making simple look good. So I'm into like a really good tee with like a catchy or witty saying on it, pairing that with like some cute jeans or like a midi skirt. And then I'm really into skirts and sneakers right now. I'm trying to become more of a sneaker person, but it's hard, but sneakers are so comfortable, but yeah. So some Chucks, some, I love my Adidas classics. I love just like being comfortable. And if I can make comfortable look cute at the same time, then that's the vibe that I'm going for. I can dress it up if I have to, but I was just I about to love say, to. Um, but when you uh, get all, you know, jazzed up and whatnot, my did not come to play with you hoes, okay? Like just FYI, <laughs> it's t-shirt in jeans 90, 99% of the time, but that 1% of the time she'll fuck you up for the rest of the year. Yeah. I just feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Like, you know, you got to like hit them with the unexpected attack once in a while. So I am not a jewelry person. I'm not wearing earrings like 95% of the time. I wear one necklace like every day. I never take it off. That's how I remember to keep it on. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm so I'm like really bad. I'm my mother's biggest disappointment because she loves jewelry, but I'm just so bad at putting it on because I'm always forgetting. But like I just when I do, I like, OK, hey, guys, look, I found my girdle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your girdle. Hmm, that's exciting. But like I see that. So you kind of move through life in your, I guess, more comfortable, your go to's, but you are not afraid of making a moment when you feel so inclined to stunt on everyone else. Yeah. Like I'm, I love fashion. I think it's like so cool and interesting. And I think there's so much you can do with it. And I love people who like can just be bold with their fashion. Like people who can wear socks with their heels and make it work. That's never going to be me. I don't know how you do that, but I'll try it one day and it'll look really bad, but I'll stand in it proudly and be like, I tried this, these sheer socks and my heels and it's, it's ugly on me, but it worked on that model. 
embrace it. I think half like the battle with, you know, trying something that feels a little bit out there is just being confident about it, if that makes sense. And not like asking everyone, like, do you love this? Is this okay? Like if you are okay in it, then it's cool. Yes. It's like your jewelry. Agreed. agreed. I remember you were like hesitant, but then you're just like, fuck it. And now you wear jewelry all the time and it looks great. Uh, trying new things. I think if I had to put my style quotes, I have air quotes going, even though you can't see them into like a category, it would be hmm, like casual chic or like elevated casual. I think I have, I really like my day to day style. I honestly don't think that I'm the best at like dressing up, 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 like just cause I think on like in traditional men's fashion and men's wear, you're kind of limited in your choices, but I do really like um, experimenting in just my like day to day and my going out style. Um, just in like silhouettes really and things like that. I good dressing up when we go out actually. Like you'll be like, I'm doing something simple. And then you'll be like in the cutest collared shirt and like the nicest pants. And you'll be like, oh, Chelsea boots are here, which I don't know. I think you're good at dressing up for going out. Because you do that kind of like effortless, cool thing, you know? Like the like, oh, I tried, but like I didn't. This is the most supportive talk that's ever been had in a podcast. So <laughs> shout out to all that. <laughs> but I would say let's, I think that's a good start into everything. I, my next question, I'm, I'm excited for the answers. So for this, and this might take some reflecting, what makes you cringe slash LOL when you think about things that you used to wear or do like makeup, hair wise, clothing, when you think back to like, if I oh, left God. clicked on my Facebook oh, pictures no. or my MySpace, like what, what is out there? Oh my God. That's so, that doesn't even require much thought. So like for the first three years of my life, I dressed like a pretty, pretty little girl because people are really into buying you clothes when you're little and cute. And then at like four, I just started like had some, some girl, cute girl clothes, but then just wore my brother's hand-me-downs for a really long time. So for a solid chunk of my life, I just looked like an underdeveloped boy. And I like that because I was a tomboy. So it was like easy to get into fights and roll around when you're wearing boy clothes because no one cares it's not dresses it's like ripped up jeans and crap anyways and then the whole phase of like the clearance section hollister shirts that everyone owned yep. the exact same there. 12 hollister clearance shirts that said oh like my God, i had those, those like aeropostal polos that said arrow across your chest yep. or those like basic bitch american eagle polos like i had all of that that was the like middle school first year of high school fashion and it was tragic like we all looked the same and we all looked terrible at the same time that's really funny that just makes that takes me back i think you like hit the nail on the head when i think of like middle school and like high school brandon oh my god like young closeted matching things that didn't need to be matched uh, <laughs> like matching my 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 aeropostale bright neon green t-shirt um with my sweet button-down striped green hollister 
bullshit like oh cargo shorts uh, and they're still out there they're still out there they're not extinct for whatever reason practical and those cargo shorts that like that you could zip them and then turn them into pants and then like unzip them at the knee and then they became shorts i definitely had a pair of those and there were also like snap ones i had like four pairs of those those were not made for girls those were from the boy section. That's, so that's why I've never had that. that. I oh. know because I dressed like a boy for a really long mm. time. I was serving us androgynous vibes even in the youth. So thank you for uh, pushing the fashion. I told you I was a fashionable industry. bitch even at thirteen Word. and eleven. I think I had like one of those necklaces that just had like a pretend shark tooth on it. It wasn't a it wasn't a puka shell. Is that what they're called? Puka shells. Uh, but it was it did have a sweet fake shark tooth. I'm sure. Uh, uh, so that was the good. girls at your school wear those like fake pearl necklaces that had the ribbons at the ends that were polka dot on them. They like oh. sold them at a little kiosk in the mall. Oh, oh, oh. I was about, I mean, like, my, like, gosh, my middle and high school fashion, like, runs the gamut of everything from, like, hardcore tomboy to, like, what are you so dressed up for? And then, like, going to art school, I had the freedom to, like, pretty much wear whatever the hell I wanted. And pretty much no one would judge you for it. But I'm judging me for it. I'm looking back at these pictures like, girl, what were you doing? sixth grade i only wore hoodies hoodies and jeans and my jeans were way too big and (laughs) they had like these nasty flares at the bottom at one point i wore heelys i would put on a collared shirt sometimes wait yeah heelys are the bomb i have my heelys still well the girl who used to bully me in middle school did not think so and honestly neither do i now so shout out to her um but uh, I used to throw a little glitter on the eyelid. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> eye shadow. It was literally just glitter. It like I, I don't know where it came from. Um, all of this wrapped up in the package. <laughs> listen, no, listen. And I had this nasty little hot pink crop top hoodie that I used to wear all the time over this black polo. Polos don't need hoodies over them. Polos don't need to be worn on a daily (laughs) basis. None of this needed to happen. And that's just sixth grade. Seventh grade, people were doing this weird thing where they would match their shirt to like these massive like plastic ball necklaces. I don't know what they were, but I had like five of them. Oh my God. And they were all in neon colors. And I always had a shirt to match that necklace. And when I wore those necklaces, I was that bitch that day. I was like, yeah, shirt, necklace, sneakers, all of it. Pop it. Fuck with me. Then eighth grade, <laughs> I became a girl. This is killing me. Honestly, it's a mess. I can send you pictures. I will literally send you pictures. It's so bad. Please do. Please do. I think we're going to need to put these on the gram to let everyone know. <laughs> yes. Middle oh. school horror. Oh, okay. After we post the asses and, you know, pretty much anything on the Instagram, we're working on it. We're getting our shit together, y'all. Um, but then eighth grade, I was like, oh, I'm a girl. I started wearing like skirts every day. I, oh, I got a perm. In, I got a perm in seventh grade, but I started playing with killing my hair with heat in the eighth grade. Yes, girl. And I got a crimper, crimped that shit, crimped the shit out of my hair daily. Dead hair everywhere. It was awful. I also burned like two holes in my carpet. My mom still hates me. Then like 
it was ninth grade. I started to kind of get my shit together. That was where like the nay bun like came to play because I was dancing every single day, like three hours a day in school, two hours a day after school. It was like bun or fro and I chose bun. So that was like ninth grade. I was, it was like a little better. Uh, I was like kind of cute, but like still really awkward. That was when like most of the Hollister arrow kind of like, you know, there were worse things to be wearing. Somewhere in there, I also went through a skater phase. I don't know where I got like, uh, what was that store? PacSun. I got Hot so much stuff. Yes. Spencer. I was wearing a studded belt somewhere in there in middle school. Then <gasps> no, after, no, no, no. Stop. Yo, nope. I my, can't let this studded belt happen. My at one no. point, at one point, I was wearing a name belt, and I put the studded belt on the fucking name belt, like on my nameplate. Because I was ghetto and goth. When you're depressed, but also raised in the hood. <laughs> right? So I like I, I have no idea what's going on there. After ninth grade, things weren't so ugly. Like, things weren't so bad. I was like, I got interested in boys. So, like, I learned how to dress myself. Um, I would, like, I, don't, I mean, you know, nothing, like, too crazy. But it was, like, generally just like, kind of girly, fun I'm mostly just like my dance clothes with something over it. But um, it was just middle school. I was just so there was so much discovery happening there. It needed to die. I like my MySpace needs to burn in hell. <laughs> Damn, bitch. I feel like you just read my whole life because I could like retweet 98% of what you said, <laughs> but also need to include. I don't know if you remember the early Ashanti phases when like the baby doll tees and tops were really in. We're like, you're showing a oh, little the ones bit that of everyone belly, pregnant but not in. a lot of belly. What'd you say? Yep. Are those the are baby doll tees the one that for some reason everyone looked like pregnant in? Yep. So yes, but then there were also the ones that were like the like the original crop top. It's like actual like tees that were probably meant for children, but were being worn by preteens. So they were like super tight and like short, but not short and so it wasn't a crop top so you could get away with wearing it at school that was really really big uh, i was not allowed to wear those so like you'd have to hide it under a hoodie and then like go to school and be like look at my belly button like no one wanted to see that but yeah it was just a bad time for all parties involved i think from mm, the late 90s until maybe three years ago when i was like maybe i should start dressing for my body type okay but like the kids nowadays they will never look back at pictures and be like wow i was ugly as shit they're like full beat faces like i like these kids look better than i do and i'm a grown woman like i have money mini dresses to school and i'm like i could never my the greatest part of my like high school experience was getting to go in sweatpants. I was like, this is amazing. I don't have to get dressed. Like we used to do this thing. Wow. We were, oh my God, we were really stupid in high school. We used to do this thing called like, uh, like super sexy Wednesdays or whatever. But oh like it was a day that we'd come dressed up. So we'd be like in skirts <laughs> and like cute tops and like on have Wednesdays, our hair we actually done. Yeah. But on Wednesdays we dress cute. So it was just a lot basically was happening in those years and no one should ever see those photographs. I'm so glad that you had the confidence to have super sexy Wednesdays, <laughs> even in middle school. Uh, I did not. It was a high school thing. Don't judge oh, me. High okay? school. <laughs> middle school, I was too ugly to be super sexy anything. Oh, I love the like yo the youth pictures of both of y'all. 
Um, I guess the only other thing I have to add to this conversation is just around the general state of my hair until basically like 2000 and oh, the bull. 16. Um, I, and that's like even into like early collage, like basically until like junior year of high school. So for all y'all who have never seen me, um, in the flesh, um, I (laughs) have very straight hair. So like my hair, I have, I'm white. I have straight hair. Um, and it just grows out of my skull like that. So when everybody was going through like the cool lax bro phase in middle high school and everybody wanted long hair and it to be like swishy, that worked really cool. If you had like curls or waves. And for me, it just have, if you've seen Ned's declassified school survival guide, I was actually coconut head until probably like 11th grade to 12th grade and even then still kind of (laughs) those are my favorite Uh, pictures of you you know someone's gotta love me my mom and you guys so i appreciate it uh but that's you know hair journeys we all gotta glow up sometime my hair journey shout out to my friend slash roommate throughout college Shanice because she was like hey girl stop with the creamy crack literally freshman year first week we were friends she's like enough with the perm and I was like okay fine but natural rescinds and my hair is flourishing thanks Shanice yeah I mean I think my story follows that of many young black girls it was like you were born and your hair was so cute and then somewhere around toddler age it just like takes a turn for the left and then it just rocked a fro for a while and then it was just braids and lots of braids for the next 14 plus years 16 i got my own flat iron managed to completely destroy my hair like burned half of it off and then i was like you know Maybe this isn't the life I'm meant to live. And now I just rock the natural curls or a bun and my hair does whatever it wants. And I let it because who am I to tell it to be tamed or look a certain way? All right. Moving on from the tragedy that may have been our uh, (laughs) development in fashion. I my next question is we'll do it kind of like lightning round just what comes to your brain when you think of influence like influences and inspirations from maybe like celebrities or style icons like who do you think of when you think style icon if you could just name like a couple people two or three even uh first tracy union yes you both had go-to so what for each of you like what makes those people like such an icon to you go ahead ash uh gabrielle union saw this one pic of her fucking flawless sitting there with whoever that cheating husband she has is and uh it was just like it's just like classy chic love it always look to her i like i don't agree with like all of her shows um i don't i mean i actually i agree with her most of the time as a human being uh just don't love all of her shows uh and she's a great actress uh that's besides the point but her style always on point Yeah. And I think the same thing with Tracy. She's really good at rocking a lady suit. And I guess I also give that to Tessa and to Janelle Monae. But like, I really want to get my own lady suit. And like, she will do the lady suit. She does like sneakers with high fashion things. She wears like bright colors. She wears bubblegum pink one day and then we'll be like in all black the next day. And so she takes a lot of bold fashion choices. And so I'm envious of her because of that. What about you, Bran? Hmm. It's tricky. I don't know if I think about this a whole lot, but I'm just trying to think of like people that I 
maybe like following the gram or just look at them like that's dope the first person that came to mind for me honestly just was miguel um i really love not only is he like fine and like a great singer which is dope but i just think that for me i i hate the idea that the red carpet for men is just like everyone's in some variation of like a tux so I think it's cool to see like people bring different colors or materials into that different textures, mixing patterns. Um, and honestly, he just has a lot of cool looks both from like super high fashion to more like casual, like comfy looking vibes. And I think he just plays around with his style a lot. And I think that's super dope. So that's like the first one that came to mind for me, but I'm I sure there's other that. stuff out there. He's, he's a fashionable dude. Yeah. So I dig that. So the last question is what is something that you would like to challenge yourself to try in your style and your hair and your makeup, like something that you maybe don't feel comfortable with right now, but you've always been like, I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to give that a go. Hmm. A moment of silence for reflection. Yeah, I know. I like didn't have an immediate answer to that. Um, I can go first if y'all want. I have some stuff ready actually. Yeah. Go for it. So I actually keep a running note in my phone of like, what is it called? It's like things that I like need. And these are all sorts of things like up kitchen appliances to like random things for the bedroom. But I also have a section at the bottom for just like clothing and apparel um, of just, these are things I'm on the lookout for. And part of that um, list includes a crop top, because I've conquered my fear of tank tops, as we've all noted, was kind of like a thing. Um, I'd still like to get more, a couple more, at least once it gets warmer. But a crop top is on that list. Um, I want to explore more, or I guess in less traditionally masculine looks and maybe some more androgynous things out there. So like a crop top, maybe like a skirt of some kind, a flowier silhouette, um, the Jaden Smith ministry, essentially. So I want to challenge myself to really, you know, expand my style in that direction. I think that would be cool. Even if just like a couple pieces and not something, you know, I have to wear all the time, but just like, I want to try something out like in that realm. I support that. I think you could rock a dope skirt. Thanks y'all. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think mine is probably like bandos, which are just like never been an option for me because of my Elijahism. So <laughs> uh, it's the worst, honestly. But I love bandos so much. I think they're so cute, like those cute little bandeau bras that people can wear as tops sometimes, or you just wear it underneath like a tank top that's oversized, so you can like see the bandeau, but you're technically still wearing a top on top of it. That's not a life that I understand or can probably live, which like, honestly, wear whatever you want. Who cares? I could wear it if I wanted to. But for starters, they're not made for homies, Maya says. And when they are, they're overpriced as hell. And sometimes they just look really bad, but maybe they look fine. And I'm just like, oh, I'm an ugly duck. But my goal is to find like a cute, dope bandeau that I can like Wear to Coachella if I were to ever go to Coachella or just wear in general in the summer and be like freedom ring for me and my chest. I love how when you went I'm for into the, that. Oh, I'm so uh, or whatever you went for your Lena Dunham voice. <laughs> but thank <yeah>. you. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
for me okay and this is a hair one um but i for the most part do like protective styling and all that good stuff um but at any point if i've ever gotten a weave it's always been like a pretty conservative weave um but honestly i've always just wanted to try like a brazilian wavy 28 inch you know like a full-blown i whip my hair back and forth kind of weave and i don't know why i've always seen that as like a i guess because if some like i've always thought like if someone knew you had a weave oh goodness but like who gives a fuck if i want to like have it flowing down my back like why not so that's like i think something i've never done but i could in the near future possibly you know you i should do it so that i can do it <laughs> you will give me the strength i guess because like with all of the stigma and whatnot it's always like implied that if you wear a weave you don't have like you know hair but i have like plenty of hair in fact probably too much hair sometimes um but i just you know i want to try it. it it looks fun i support you and i will too buy said weave and implant it into my brain so we can match fun that would be beautiful we'll have a photo shoot you can both rock like super long weave a nice long pony it'll just be amazing well so yes Brian, you got <laughs> anything else for us or are we ready to actually mail objections? Yeah, your, I mean, questions, your questions were fuego brandon claps oh, to you thanks, y'all. i'm clapping <laughs> snaps and claps <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for participating, y'all. It was awesome to hear your thoughts. I don't even think we've actually really talked about something like that that in depth in our real lives. So, no, <laughs> thanks either. for thanks for sharing, our y'all. It's so shallow. Worst uh, date now, uh, no, but yeah, that's pretty much wraps it up for me on that part. What were you saying, Nash? Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's because we talk about like deeper things than our style, not because we're shallow, or maybe it's both. Um, but uh, on that note. I guess we have a little bit of bills to pay, so we'll be right back. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday is sponsored by Tiffany Haddish. She ready? So we are back, and it's time for probably my favorite part of the entire show. This week's Oss, presented to us by Sisage. It is my turn to objectify some men. Uh, So this week... um, I thought we'd mix it up a little bit, give our give our dead ass some some diversity. Um, and my pick is uh, Kit Harrington, uh, better known as Jon Snow. Uh, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, uh, though problematic. Uh, I love it, and I would watch it seventeen more times. And you can all kiss my ass. Um, so I <laughs> have been staring at him. And I just, I don't know what it, it might be the accent. It might be the perpetually perplexed face, face, excuse me, that he always has. Um, but for sure, Kit Harrington, I would have given it to Jason Momoa, AKA Khal Drogo. Um, had he not uh, been yes. too problematic at this point, it's like hard to find a man who isn't problematic, but I feel like Kit Harrington just like keeps it quiet. So he could be secretly problematic and we just don't know, but I love him. Um, and Jason Momoa, I still low key would, you know, you could get it, you know, well-crafted email or not, you could get it. Um, so <laughs> damn it, Ash, <laughs> stop giving it to <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's the ask. Any objections, any 
Brandon, rebuttals. do you know who Kit Harrington is? So I'm going to be 100% real with everyone oh, right now. Don't. No, no, no. I know who he is. Oh. What I was going to say is I've, I know who he is. He's Jon Snow. Like every, I, I've literally never seen a Game of Thrones episode, which was going to be my confession, oh. but I do know who he is. I want to watch it, but it just seems like such a huge commitment at this point. It's and not, like, it's listen, I'm not it's ready. only been seven seasons. The first six were they're only all, 10 episodes. And then the last one was only what? All of the episodes are like an hour long each. Though, yeah, aren't they? but you have a year. The new season doesn't come back till 2019. You have a year. <sighs> uh, for I can do it. I'll rewatch it with you. I was going to say Maya and I are queen binge watchers. Um, I have st- I started living single last week. I'm already in season four. Um, so, yes, I believe in you. I'm rewatching Grace again and I'm on season 11. It's Holy been shit. three weeks Maya. or less. And there's like 26 episodes in every Grace season or some craziness like that. Um, the first one only has nine. OK, <laughs> but all right. Well, I mean, take us away. The Maya's your bot from an old Grace episode. I know it's your turn. What's oh, what's yes. our bot for the week? Well, I guess I guess to close you out, I will retweet your um, Kit Harrington because he is so adorable. And it's funny that you said he's not problematic. He isn't. But um, like two weeks ago, I saw some TMZ story where he got really drunk in a bar and then like tried to fight someone and got kicked out. But he went back the next day and paid like a 300 percent tip on his bill as like a way to apologize. So like he just got a little wasted in America. It was in New York, too. He just got a little wasted. And then he came back and was like, "Um, as the proper Brit that I am, let me apologize and make it better. So he's a good boy. I like him. Congrats on your upcoming nuptials. <laughs> or not, because it's fine. not to me. Thanks. Yes, yes. But um, I guess moseying right along. My bop, I like had a really, really hard time coming up with a bop this week because I was like waiting to be inspired by hearing something. I like went to my iTunes, was like, what was my most played song? I will not reveal that to you right now. But um, and then I realized I was like already listening to a song on repeat while I was waiting to be inspired by the songs that I was listening to. So that being said, my bop this week is Lights On by her. Oh my God. Have you heard Sorry, of her, I, feel... I can't tell. Girl. So first of all, you know, that's on the Ho Jams playlist that uh, I made. And first, if you're listening, we have some sweet playlists on our website. One of them is called Ho Jams. That song is on it. Okay. Done yes. plug. <laughs> LOL. It is a really good, good song. And her, she's very talented. Um, I like don't know too much about her. LOL. Um, but isn't that part just, of her brand that she's like yeah, mysterious? She's very mysterious. Her whole thing is like was like sort of keeping herself on, on the keeping herself on the DL, which I can appreciate and like do you girl. But she's gonna be at Broccoli City, which I'm really hype about. Um Yay. and she's done really good songs. Like she does good collabs, she does good solo stuff. So this song is just like very like smooth, sexy jams. So I'm like, yes, bitch, you better sing about how you like it. And she likes it with the lights on. So here's a little bit of lights on by Miss H E R Her. It's dark outside I'm feeling right with you Turn off the lights Can't 
that song is quite literally the ministry. Uh, it's it's the jam. It's the vibe. I'm here for it, and I'm hopeful that she will do it live at the Broccoli City Fest. With all that being said, we are done for this week. Uh, so you will catch us next time around the block. Once again, I'm Brandon. I'm Maya. And I'm Aj. Thank you for tuning in. You can also catch us up on the interwebs on the World Wide Web, uh, both on our website, dsmpod.com, on various social media platforms, such as the Facebook slash Diet Starts Monday podcast, on SoundCloud, on the Instagram and the Twitter. Our handle is at dsmpod. And if you feel so inclined, please shoot us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what your feelings are about your bops, dad ass, any feelings around your fashion and beauty uh, from the past, present, and future. You can shoot all those over to Diet Starts Monday Podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. Mwah. I blow a Bye. kiss. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by Maya Dawit with production support from the entire DSM squad, including Brandon Shat and Najane Trust. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Shat and approved by Queen B. You can follow us on Twitter at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. 